Welcome to the Startup Simply podcast. For business owners like you who want to turn your ideas into action without overthinking every step of the way. I'm your host, Debbie, a working mum, a coach, and a fellow business owner on a mission to find a simpler way to do work that matters. Hey, 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 a very warm welcome to the Startup Simply podcast. And thank you so, so much for tuning in. It's awesome to be here with you. Um, for anyone who listened, um, has listened previously, my previous podcast, The Balancing Act, reached the 100 episode milestone just last year. And after that, I took a short break from the world of podcasting um, until now. And I have to say, over that time, I've really missed it. I've really missed it. So it's so, so wonderful to be back with you. So the first episode. Um, I heard this quote a while ago by someone who I believe is called Richard Back. Um, and he said, that we teach best the things that we most need to learn. And that feels very fitting for the theme of this particular podcast. I too am a business owner and I too find it difficult sometimes to turn my ideas, my numerous infinite ideas into action in a way that doesn't involve overthinking every single step of the way of overanalyzing, of overdoing. Um, yeah, it's tough. And I think it is so, so common amongst business owners and um, especially amongst us working mums as well, who tend to have an awful lot of things going on and an awful lot of potential for overthinking. Maybe also like me, you are someone who like really cares about not just what you do in your business, but also the way in which you do it. I work with so many people who are naturally like highly sensitive, naturally very empathic, like really care about building relationships with people that where business is way, way, way more than um, a way to make money. It's built on a real solid foundation, often from your own, something that's happened in your own life or your own experiences or experiences of people close to you. And those things have what have really like compelled you into starting your business and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone in order to really do good and make a difference in the world. And yet, even though all of these um, good intentions and great ideas and like solid foundations are there in our head where they all feel like simple and clear and well-defined, it's then when we start to put them into action that things can get like really tricky and often they can get very messy and very complicated very quickly so that like what you call your business feels like this just messy tangle of spaghetti that <laughs> you can't quite unpick um you know with spaghetti it sort of goes mushy that little bit the more you you try to unpick it that is how it can feel sometimes and so that is where this podcast comes in 
Um, I by no means claim to have all of the answers sorted out, but this is, it's a theme that I'm really committed to learning more about and in doing so sharing more of my own journey with you in the hope that it can also help you simplify the way you approach your business and build it into something that a business that looks successful in the way you want it to but almost more importantly a business that feels successful to you that really brings you the things that you want that brings you the fulfillment the meaning the impact that you want without having to overtake like every other aspect of life because let's face it it is a juggle a lot of the time so if you have any particular topics you would like um, covered, if you've got any particular guest interviews that you would like to hear about, then please do get in touch um, over on my website, debbielee.co.uk or via Instagram at debbieleeco. So what I thought I would start with today are three like super practical tips that I have been implementing um, in earnest for about a year now that really have really helped me simplify my approach to business in terms of time management because let's face it this is the thing that we all say that, that we're lacking isn't it time there's never the time to do all of the things that we want to do and yet um, I guess when it comes to time management, it's often a case of prioritization. And we all have, like our business is a high priority, but it's not always, it's certainly not the only priority and it's often not the highest priority as well, especially with kids around and family life. And um, also if you're juggling another job on the side as well. So this... um. Yeah, these three super practical tips that you can implement like right away and um, then continue using and modifying to your own uses as you see fit. So first up, I'm going to share a little bit about weekly planning and what that looks like for me. So I've, um, yeah, I, I come to this having tried all sorts of time management techniques under the sun. <laughs> um from the very simplest to the most complex. And what I've settled on is this sort of sweet spot that really works for me. And it's it's quick and it's simple. And all that it involves is sitting down on usually a Sunday night or a Monday night for like 15 to 30 minutes and reviewing the week ahead. So taking out um, my to-do list, I keep a running list that includes like regular regular things that I do every week and then I add to that as things crop up as well and the most important step in this then is picking out the things that I want to do that week and actually putting them into my calendar and this is the crucial step people because what happened for a long time was I would look at that list and sort of vaguely think, right, yes, there's, I'll do, yeah, it, it vaguely feel, feels like there's enough time to fit all of those things in. And of course, there's, um, 
there's all this research to suggest that we always underestimate the amount of time that something will take. And so when you do it um, in that vague way, like the things just never, they always fall down the list. And it comes to Friday or Saturday, whatever the end of your week is and the things are still on the list and you then you have this nagging guilt feeling that that they should have been done when they weren't so yeah that is that the crucial bit of that step taking the things that you want to get done and actually slotting in when when they might fit into your calendar because then it allows you to yeah, take a much more realistic look at what needs to be done. The The second tip I have then is it's it really um actually maybe I should have covered it before the first one, but it also includes then like chunking. I can't think of a um like a, a prettier way to describe this, but chunking out my calendar basically. So putting in the blocks of time that I know are already taken up. So for me, that is um, like on a Monday, for example, I, I take uh, my, my younger son and I have a, a day together on a Monday. I take care of him. And so, you know, from like nine o'clock to five o'clock, basically that time I spend with him. And so I block that out. So I'm not actually trying like in my head, I'm not trying to schedule anything else in on that time. Or, for example, in in the mornings in our house. Um, sometimes there can be a period of like 15 minutes before we all leave the house where I could sit down and check emails or um, like spend some extra time getting ready or whatever. But it's sort of an added bonus if those 15 minutes appear more often than not like from when I get up until when the kids are out the door to school or nursery like most of my time is is taken up by like clearing up attending to them getting myself ready it's like depending on so if somebody needs extra help putting their shoes on or getting dressed or so I dedicate that time to being available and being present there in the mornings and similarly around like dinner time, even if I'm not cooking, I still like chunk out that that hour of time between dinner and bedtime, like knowing that I'm not going to be like I'm not going to be ticking stuff off my to do list in that time. And then similarly, like at the end of the day, I really I really, really try to get to bed by 10 p.m. And so I know that, you know, from like nine onwards again I'm not going to count on taking things off my to-do list in that time so this is a really really good exercise to tie in with the first step because if you go through your calendar and and do that so put in the chunks of time where you're already doing other things you can then start to see what time you actually have left over for your business and like for you, you might be pleasantly surprised um, and it might be more than you've been anticipating in your head, but more often than not, it will be less. And so it's really, really important, I think, to be realistic and clear with yourself how much time you actually have spent 
like you have set aside for your business. So, um, yeah, that might be one hour. And that's that's great. Like even if it is one hour in the evening each week, you know that you can then choose something to do off your to do list that fits that time and that you're not trying to then cram in like four hours worth of stuff, like vaguely hoping that you will get it done in the week. So, yeah, this to me, these two things in combination are a really easy and simple way to reduce that mental load and the, like the nagging feeling of always wanting to do more in your business. And then the the third thing, the third tip that I have started to introduce is um, some sort of um, like some method of checking in on your progress. So if you are um, if you are an employee, if you work in a, a profession or especially in a corporate profession, you will most likely be familiar with some variation on Gantt charts of setting priorities of maybe KPIs or some sort of method of like checking in on your progress. And it's funny because what I find is like a lot of my clients and and for me for a long time because we see this as being associated with a, a workplace we sort of resist it somehow in our business and we're it's almost like we're rebelling <laughs> against against this like constant checking on on progress that often like isn't always like super valuable and um or the the benefits of it aren't super tangible in a workplace or maybe it was just the process of going through it was like painful for you um but I think that when it comes to entrepreneur life like it's really really important to have a way to check back in on yourself and check that those few tasks that you are choosing to do every week really are in support of your bigger goals um because I think that this is a big part of bringing more simplicity into our business in being able to see the progress that we're making somehow. And even if that is for you that it's, um I don't know, you committed to like setting up a blog. So being able to look back and think, oh, great, like I've written two blog articles this month or I've written a blog article every week or oh look like after a year I've now got this um library of 50 blog articles ready to go so making it easy to like measure and see your progress so that you can really celebrate what you're doing and like take note of of all that you have achieved the other part with this is like when we're able to um, give ourselves that focus, it then stops us getting like way led with all the other ideas that inevitably come up. And we can then like find a way to test these new ideas against that bigger goal and think, right, is this something that is going to fit in with that or is it something that's totally different and and a bit left field for now? So those are um, my three super simple tips. Um, 
first of all, I'm going to start with point number two, actually. <laughs> um, so go chunk out your calendar, take a look at your existing commitments and um, what time you actually realistically have um, set aside to work on your business every week. Then take a look at your, your business to-do list and see what tasks would actually fit into that time. And then thirdly, find a way to keep track of what you're doing on a week by week basis so that you can see the accumulation of your efforts over time. So that is that. Three super simple, quite straightforward tips that you can go and implement immediately and that for me have really, um, really, really supported me in bringing more of that feeling of simplicity to bear on a week by week and a day by day basis. So I hope you have taken something helpful from that episode. Um, if there's something that I've missed, I would love to hear your tips as well. So please add a comment on the website or drop me a voice note or a message on Instagram at Debbie Leco. Um, and until then, I shall look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. <laughs>